Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary, Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Topics on today's episode include economic information for LOs, the Ginnie Mae risk-based capital rule latest, and FHA's mortgage insurance premium. Today's podcast is brought to you by Simple Nexus, an Encino company and award-winning developer of mobile-first technology for the modern mortgage lender. Nexus Engagement helps convert more leads to closed loans with mobile tools like loan calculators, integrated home search, and instant messaging that engages borrowers early in the home buying journey. Learn more at SimpleNexus.com. With most mortgage-related headlines focused on rates being back above 6% for the first time since 2008, it makes sense that 67% of millennials and Gen Zers who moved back home during the pandemic still live there. LendingTree surveyed more than 1,300 U.S. parents and our Generation Zers and Millennials to get their thoughts on pandemic parent living arrangements and found that 85% of parents would let their children move back in as adults or have previously done so, and most, at 73%, wouldn't charge them rent. That sounds pretty sweet, as higher mortgage rates combined with still high home prices are making it challenging for home buyers as we head into what historically has been the best time of year to find a home. According to economist Elliot Eisenberg, PhD, asking rents rose 0.4% in August this year. Well, that is historically very high, that figure is way down from the 1.9% rise in August of 2021. Pre-COVID, rent hikes in August were about 0.2%. And home is a trendy place to be. Between 2019 and 2021, the number of people primarily working from home tripled from 5.7%, or roughly 9 million people in the U.S., to 17.9% or 27.6 million people, according to the U.S. Census Bureau. Nearly half, or 48.3%, of workers in the District of Columbia worked from home, the highest percentage of home-based workers among states and state equivalents in 2021. Lots of MLOs are looking for economic information to pass along to their clients, and today at 3 p.m. Eastern is the next edition of the Mortgage Collaborative's Rundown with Rich and Robbie Crisman. Hey, that's me. Today's guest is Moody's Mark Zandi, and the discussion will focus on the economy and the mortgage market for 45 minutes. For the link to register for that, and for all the other things I mentioned, visit robchrisman.com. There are concerns with the recently finalized Ginny May risk-based capital rule that some non-bank mortgage servicers would be undercapitalized. Last week, Aquin Financial announced that it is not in compliance with the risk-based capital requirement. People out there have been saying that some entities may have to sell MSRs or exit the business because of the risk-based capital requirement, and exiting the Ginny May business is one of the alternatives that Aquin is exploring, and it may not be the only company assessing this option. If firms decide to exit, it will likely pressure MSR prices. And if the selling is concentrated in Ginny May MSRs, the reduction in Ginny May mortgage servicing rights will likely be offset by higher mortgage rates on Federal Housing Administration, or FHA, mortgages. With the exit of large banks from the FHA market following the financial crisis and the planned reduction in mortgage operations by Wells Fargo announced recently, the pool of eligible Ginny May mortgage servicing right buyers that have the capital capacity to participate in the market will likely be limited. This dynamic will likely increase upward pressure on FHA mortgage rates. It should also be positive for Mr. Cooper and Guild Holdings. 
Earlier this week, MBA and several industry trade organizations submitted a letter to the White House and the National Economic Council urging them to support the reduction of FHA's Mortgage Insurance Premium, or MIP. In the letter, the groups highlighted that by lowering the MIP, with a focus on FHA's recurring annual premium, will increase homebuyers' purchasing power by reducing monthly payments and directly putting money into their pockets every month, giving them the opportunity to become homeowners and build generational wealth. Home prices have continued to show strong year-over-year increases, with the existing home sales price reaching $410,600, up 11% from one year ago. New home prices have also reached record levels in 2022, climbing to $439,400. Since the beginning of this year, mortgage rates have climbed sharply and sit at more than 270 basis points, higher than in January. The combination of higher prices and rates has put severe stress on prospective LMI and first-time homebuyers. According to the MBA's Purchase Applications Payment Index, or BAPI, the national median mortgage payment was $1,844 in July, up by more than $460 in just the first seven months of this year. The letter sent to the White House stated, We recognize that any reduction of the MIP must be evaluated against the actuarial condition of the FHA's Mutual Mortgage Insurance Fund, or MMIF. Today, the MMIF capital reserve ratio stands at more than 8% four times the statutory minimum reserve ratio. Just as important, FHA loan performance has recovered from COVID-related forbearance. FHA's serious delinquency rate in the second quarter of 2022 at 4.64% has returned to pre-pandemic lows and stands at the lowest level since the first quarter of 2020. Against the backdrop of robust FHA capital reserves and rapidly deteriorating affordability, it is critical for the administration to ensure low to moderate income and first-time homebuyers are not left behind. Lowering the MIP, with a focus on FHA's recurring annual premium, increases homebuyers' purchasing power by reducing monthly payments and directly putting money into their pockets every month, giving them the opportunity to become homeowners and build generational wealth. As economic conditions continue to worsen, Reducing the MIP also allows borrowers the flexibility to spend on necessary items like food, gas, education, and other monthly bills. Rates rose again yesterday, assisted by the release of the day's big batch of data. Weekly jobless claims fell to historic lows, which keeps pressure on the Fed to keep hiking rates, as the Fed wants to see the unemployment numbers tick up in order to slow wage growth. The Empire State Manufacturing Survey was better than expected, while industrial production and the Philadelphia Fed Survey missed estimates. Business conditions are slowing overall, but more importantly, we are seeing declines in the prices paid and prices received indices. These are more anecdotal measures of inflation, but are encouraging data points for the Fed. The August retail sales report was mixed, beating headline expectations to come in at 0.3%, but missing negative 0.3% when excluding auto sales. Miscellaneous store retailers rose 1.6% month-over-month, while department stores rose 0.9%, boding well for the back-to-school shopping season and eventual holiday shopping season. As mentioned at the start of the podcast, mortgage rates surpassed 6% this week to reach their highest level since 2008. According to Freddie Mac, the 30-year fixed mortgage rate rose to 6.02% from 5.89% the previous week, as inflation continues to push up mortgage rates. As a result, the monthly mortgage payment has increased about 60% compared to a year ago. Although first-time buyers need to spend about $100 more for their monthly mortgage payment than the rent, first-time home buyers should consider that their monthly mortgage payment is not adjusted to inflation and remains the same during the loan period. 
Today's loan economic data point is preliminary September Michigan sentiment, due out later this morning. The Fed Reinvestment Operations Schedule, released Wednesday, states that there are no MBS operations scheduled at this time. We begin the day with agency MBS prices worse a quarter and the 10-year yield in 3.45 after closing yesterday at 3.46%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. What's the difference between a well-dressed man on a unicycle and a poorly dressed man on a bicycle? A tire. <laughs> Thanks again to today's podcast sponsor, Simple Nexus, the homeownership platform that unites the people, systems, and stages of the mortgage process into one seamless end-to-end solution that spans engagement, origination, closing, and business intelligence. To learn more about Simple Nexus and Encino Company, visit simplenexus.com. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.